Hey you, thank you for joining me for episode number 160 of Better Regulate Than Never. Well, this episode this week was inspired by a one and a half minute video I saw. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many things like that. And I I hope you're experiencing this in life too, where just some phrase, some quote, some two minute video can be like, oh my gosh, I never thought of that before. (laughs) And so I kind of went in a different direction, I guess, than I originally thought when I was like, when I saw the video and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to talk about this because I had so many ideas about it. But it has to do with innovating. And so I'm going to tell you all the things about what that is. But belonging is one of our very, one of our basic needs. And of course, it's not in the very basic needs like food, water, shelter, and rest. But belonging is, you know, like just right above that, where we need to belong to a group. And that comes from all sorts of things. One, we have to be connected to people because we are as a baby. And for really, I don't know, the first, I mean, obviously, we keep our babies around till at least 18 or so, teaching them so many things through those years. But ultimately, probably, it would be a couple two to three years of our lives where we can't really do anything for ourselves. And even after that, we need a lot of guidance. Like think about, you know, a a newborn baby literally can't do anything. And then even if you think about like a toddler, they can do some things, but they can't get their own shelter or get their own food really even for the most part, because like if there was nothing in their home, they can't drive somewhere, they don't have any money, you know, like, so and, and all that just seems really sad, because now that I have toddler grandchildren, I can't imagine them not being taken care of every minute of their lives. But, but so belonging is like one of those innate needs, because we need to belong to something because for so long of our life, we need help to, to find that food shelter be able to rest appropriately and all that. So I always think about like working in schools, all the years that I have, there would be those few students that would be setting off by themselves with, well, in the later years with their headphones on, like not interacting with anyone. And I would think about, okay, if belonging is an innate need that we need to belong to a group, we need to belong to something what is the deal with these kids that are off by themselves and they say that they don't want to have anything to do with anyone. And I just really find it fascinating. So this is what I think is happening because we have this need and as babies, we need to belong to something so that somebody can take care of us. I think that we truly, we're all trying to belong to that family group when we're babies and toddlers and before we get to daycare or primary school, or even if we go into daycare as a baby, then that environment becomes something that we want to belong to. And we try, and we probably start to try to belong by conforming. So we look around, and we see what people are doing. And we try to, I don't know, do what 
what looks to be the standard, you know, like, oh, if I act like this, people don't really want to play with me. So I'm going to try to act like this. Or this group is really wild. And so I need to act wild so that I can belong to this group. Now, not everybody conforms, but I think that that's probably the first way that we try to fit in and have that group and that that feeling of belonging. We try to just do what other people are doing. But for some of us, and I am one of those people, conforming doesn't feel right necessarily. Now, I do conform to some things. I just now at this age, I just find it easier to conform so I don't have to go through a whole lot of uh, work or have people be mean to me. But when I was younger, I I conformed for a while, but I thought it was boring and I didn't like it. And so I decided, okay, how can I spice this up? How can I make it more fun for me? And so I decided to not conform. And I didn't go to disengage, which is kind of where I was getting to is that I think kids try to conform. And then that doesn't feel right, or they don't like it, or other conforming practices don't get them the belonging. So sometimes they're just like, well, this is too hard. I just I'm going to disengage from this. I'm going to stop trying to be friends with people because it's not working. Either they're mean to me, or it's a lot of work, or it doesn't feel right. It doesn't align with me. And so they're just like, forget it. I'm out. I'm not going to worry about it. And unfortunately, sometimes kids are even not belonging at home. And so that can become, you know, pretty tragic for them. And there's a lot of trauma that can be involved in that. And that's not really what our topic is about today. But I think that has something to do with the disengagement. But then there's also this kind of like non-conforming, but I'm gonna get involved in everything, and I'm gonna be loud, and I'm gonna dress crazy. And, you know, so that's kind of the non-conforming that I did, where how can I become the center of attention by not conforming? How can I act differently? How can I dress weirdly? And I see that as a little bit of innovating. So if you don't know what innovate means, it just means to do things differently, to be creative, think outside the box, do something different. And so I've kind of been that person a lot of my life. How can I do things differently because then it will feel more aligned with me. And I think that that can be good in a lot of ways. And so I didn't really think about innovation as just, you know, dressing crazy or doing things differently, which is is what I did. But like, what are other ways that you can innovate? And I started looking up like, innovation with teens or, you know, whenever I'm doing a podcast episode, I just start looking up all sorts of things just to kind of see if anything else sparks an idea of how can that be part of this or what's a good lesson that I could teach you. And because innovation is about thinking outside the box and being creative, I started thinking about, or some of the things that came up was there was a girl, 12 years old, her name was Gitajali. Let me make sure I I put a pronunciation guide on here. Gitajali Rao. And and when she was 12 years old, she invented a device that detects lead in water. And it all came about because as she was 
walking by somebody's garden every day when she was going to school, she noticed that their plants were not looking very well. And she just started investigating this whole thing about why are these plants not doing well? And is it the soil? And anyway, she ended up figuring out that there was lead in the water that they were using to water it and the lead was poisoning the plants. And so, and I don't even know how you would create or uh, invent a device at 12 that's going to detect lead and water. But I think that's amazing. You know, when I was younger and, you know, probably age seven to 13 or 14, and I'm still creating now, but back then I had all these big ideas about what I was going to build or invent or create. And it never turned out the way I thought it was going to, but I think it was great that I was using my mind in that way. I was bored at home because as if you listen to my other podcast episodes, I grew up on a farm and I didn't like it. And so I was probably always trying to find ways to engage my brain because I am not much of a physical person. Like some people want to physically be doing stuff. I like my brain to be working all the time. And so that was a way for me to get my brain working is what things can I create? What things can I do? And so I think that was a good use of my time. But anyway, so innovating. The Another example is just think about when you're just looking around your environment and you might see things that don't look right. Just like this girl who is walking by this garden and she notices the pl- the plants are dying. She could have just been like, oh, well, who cares? That's their problem that their plants are dying. Or, you know, a lot of times as young people, we see things, maybe a park is all messed up or some place in our school is, you know, kids are trashing it or whatever, or the bathrooms are getting trashed or whatever. And most kids are just going to be like, oh, well, that's the janitor's problem, or that's the school's problem, or I don't care about it. Or maybe they don't even see it. Like, (laughs) because I don't care about a lot of outside things. And my husband's an outside person. Like so many times, it's, it's like he tests me, he'll like, change something in the outside environment, or he'll create, he'll create something or like he's been fixing our landscaping and then we'll drive in and out to go somewhere. And he'll be like, well, did you notice anything? Did you see, you know, and I'm like, oh, and so he'll have to purposely show me, well, look, I put these rocks here. Oh, okay. It looks great. (laughs) So I'm literally oblivious to some of these things sometimes. So maybe if the, my bathroom at school was trash, I wouldn't know about it. I don't know. But like, try to be better about observing around your environment. What are you seeing? And instead of conforming, like most kids, like, oh, well, every everyone else doesn't care about it. So I don't care about it either. Or disengaging, like, this isn't my problem. You know, that's somebody else's job or whatever. Maybe you could innovate create, think outside the box about a way that you could fix that problem and get the right people involved. You know, maybe you can't do it all on your own, which a lot of projects do require other people. And when you're a minor, it's also going to require an adult to probably be part of the process so they can help you. But how fun would it be if you invented something or created something that hadn't existed before just because you're 
being observant, looking around your world and finding things to do. So I was just thinking this one little minute presentation thing that I saw about instead of conforming or disengaging innovate, I was like, Oh, my gosh, that totally makes sense. So it's just, you know, of all the learnings that I have in this world, I just want you to learn right alongside me what I'm learning. And a lot of times it's like, Oh, I wish I would have known this a long time ago. And so that's why I want to tell young people because then you will be able to take this information and actually create some amazing things in the world that haven't been there before. That's, I feel like that's what life is about. So if you're ready to become more self-aware and like, even just looking in yourself, like, what could I do? How could I use my strengths and my values and my skills and my interests to make better things in this world? That's what the UMAP is all about. And I can give you the UMAP. You can take it and we can walk through the whole thing and talk about how can you innovate all sorts of things in your life by knowing this new information. Because remember, self-awareness is the number one predictor of success in this world. So all of us can use being more self-aware. I can, and I have taken the UMAP and I did learn a lot from it and am using it in my business and in my podcasts, because now that I know what are those things about me that are those unique contributions that only I can give this world, I'm, I'm going to use them to make sure that you get this message. And every single person in this world has a unique contribution to give. And maybe you have some things to, to create some things to invent in this world, that's going to make the world better. And so why not find out about them when you're a teenager, so you can start using them. And you'll have more time to create more things than finding out at 55 what your strengths are. And then not that I didn't know them before, but I know them better and I can use them better, but I just don't have as much time to use them as you will. So contact me because we can work on this. You can find out what they are and you can start using those today to create and invent new things. I'll talk to you soon.